Good evening. Recording now the Sheer Chazor uh, Sheer from Shabbos Parshas Vayero Dalad um, Six lines down where it says Gufa. Next to the two dots, there Gufa the last word on the line. Says the Gemara Gufa. Let's recap. Boy Rabbi Boy Barabai Rabbi Boy Barabai asked the following Shaila. His big passport Hanur. And if a person stuck on Shabbos. And it's by mistake whether it's on purpose that the Gomorrah is going to discuss, but he stuck a piece of dough into the oven. And remember, in times gone by, the ovens were sort of dome shaped, and what you do is you take the dough and you slap it onto the side of the oven, onto the wall, the inside wall of the oven, and it would bake there. A bit like they do, I think they do with pizza bread. And then there was, in order to take it off, it's called Ridia Kapas. To take it off in a certain chokhmah, it's not so easy to take it off all in one piece. And actually, there's some sort of isadarabonon to take the bread off. As we spoke about, it's not a fully fledged, sort of a, a very strong darabonon, but it is a darabonon nonetheless. The reason why we say it's not fully fledged, um, because the, if a person, going through the darabonon, we said like this, that if a person puts the dough into the oven well before Shabbos, it bakes for it bakes before Shabbos, or it bakes uh, significantly, significantly and sufficiently before Shabbos, and you need it for Shabbos, then one most definitely is allowed to take it out of the oven, take it off the wall of the oven. Lefida Ram, you can take it off normally, according to the Ramban, you have to do it with some sort of shinui, like I said, at least with a shinui, with, uh, you don't use the normal implement, you use a knife. Um, the Meister, there's a bit of discussion how to pass it. The Chatzkid, obviously, we go, obviously, we go like the Ramban, it seems, from the Mishnah Guru. Then, if a person bakes it for Issa, that means he put it in, let's say by mistake, he put it into the, the oven too close to Shabbos, it bakes, but he needs it for Shabbos. Then we say, he can take it off, take it out, but without, but, but it's got to, this time, it's even the, the run agrees, it's got to be with the shin. But, if it's not needed for Shabbos, then whether it's baked for Hesha, whether it's baked for Issa, one is not allowed to take it out. That's why I say it's a, but it's not. There are certain instances where, at least with the shinui, it's mutter to take it out. So the shaila is here is slightly different though, because here it hasn't yet baked. The person put the dough in, and if he leaves it there, it's going to bake. And if it bakes, that's an issue there, right? So I'm baking. So he wants to know. He comes to the roll, comes to the basin, and he asks them, "Can I take it out of the oven?" Taking it out of the oven is the Isidrabonal of Rizi taking it out of the oven, taking a piece of dough off the wall. On the other hand, if I leave it there, it's going to come to an Isidrabonal of still baking. So, did they allow him to take it out of the oven before it comes to Echiyah Chatos, or did they not allow him? So, Omari Rabacha Barabai Rabina. So, Rabacha Barabai, he said to Rabina, Take it, dummy, what's the case? Ilema, the Shaykh. If you say that he put the dough in to show it by accident, he forgot of a Shabbos, the lay is kindly. And he doesn't remember at any stage that he's done something wrong. So, the man he threw. So, who are they actually being matter? What's the shayla? Who's coming to ask the basin? Who's coming to ask the rod? His tiru, though, it sounds like, are they matter if he comes to ask? But if it's the shayla and he doesn't realize he's done anything wrong, he's not going to be asking you, can I take it out of the oven? So, who are they being matter? The Elohav, rather it must be, is it not? The Yehadavitkar. It must be that he put it in the Shogay, and then he realized his mistake, and now he comes to the Rav and he says, can I take it out of the oven? So after the Gemara went, that also doesn't work, because Nehemiah, you said, do we allow him to take it out of the oven, because otherwise he's going to come to Echei of Chathos. He's going to come to Echei of Chathos? Is he Chai of Chathos, if he was to leave it there? But now we should have learned in the Mishnah. Kol chayve chatois. Any case of chayve chatois, einon chayovin ashesheis shechelot and shigoga v'seifam shigoga. In order to be chayve chatois, it has to be right from the very beginning to the very end. It's got to be all the shogeg. In this case, it's not all the shogeg. He put the dough in the shogeg, but now he's remembered. He realizes he's childish. He realizes he's done something wrong, and if he doesn't take it out, it's amazing. It may be against his will, but it's amazing nonetheless, it's willful. So he wouldn't be chayav What do you mean, are we mustering to take it out before he comes to Echei Chathos? No, not sure. If he's completely beshoigeg, then he's not going to be asking you. And if he realizes his mistake, then it's not Shaykh Chathos anymore. 
So, El Rabbi must be Bemezid. He put in the Zoh Bemezid. Well, then in which case, that's even worse. The Shaila should have been before he comes to a Shaila Skila. Not Chatos, he put in Bemezid. What I got to do with the Chatos? As this was pointed out, by the way, he won't actually be high skila. Because if the basin says to him, you're not allowed to take it out, do you think he's going to listen to you? Oh yeah, sure, I'm going to listen to you because you've told me I can't do it, this is Rabbanon. And if I leave it in, since I put it in the basin, I'm going to be high skila. Do you think he's going to, of course he's not going to listen to you. Rather, what, what obviously, if basin says, you're not allowed to take it out, they have the power to say, that you will not be chayat skida either, either. It won't actually, you won't actually have been mechalo shabbos to that extent. But, an isur skida is it is. And that's why we'll see later on, it's going to use the notion, in fact we've got it here as well, uh, here as well. Kedem shiobin is a isur skida, it's not a chiyot skida, it won't be chayat skida. But since he didn't amaze it, lemaise is an isur which could carry skida potentially. The Maitre, the posters we mentioned earlier, asked, asked the question, but why couldn't we have said, do you know what the case is? We're talking about, he put it in the show gate. And he realised it's a mistake, and that's why he's coming to ask you, what was your problem? He won't be chayat chatos? You're right, to say, it's a chatos. Don't say chayat chatos, say it's a chatos. He did it in the show, he could have it's a which potentially could carry a chatos. They can't have, because he's realised it's a mistake. The Maitre says, so just asked this question, but I buy a but that's what the Gemara is suggesting. If it's amazing, then it should say Kedem Shiobadidei Esoskila. So the Gemara is going to give two attempts. One attempt and then one answer. On my Rabshila, it says Rabshila, Okay, you know what? Really we're talking about he put it in Beshegik. And he doesn't realise he's done anything wrong. And therefore if it's left in there, then it comes to Achiyot Chathos. So what's your problem? When a man is serious, so who are the basin being master? Who's asking the basin the Shaila? There's the Gemara Lachid and it's others. In other words, You've seen your friend left some dough in the oven. He's gone off to, I don't know, he's gone off to shul somewhere. So he's not there. And you realise, he obviously doesn't realise what he's done. It's for shaking. So you go along to the rob and say to him, look, this person, he's put the dough in for shaking. He doesn't realise his mistake. If it stays in there, he's going to be chayat achatos. Should I take it out? It's a light issue. We said it's a light issue that our of taking dough out of the oven. But it'll save him from an issue that I saw baking on Shabbos. That's the shine. So Matthew Rav Sheshit, Rav Sheshit asks this, he says, that's impossible, that can't have been the question. Because, do we say to a person, that you should sin, even a light sin, in order to benefit your friend, to save him from a bigger sin, from a bigger avail? That's impossible. Not only do we not tell you to do that, you're not allowed to. So, that's impossible, that would have been the shine. Really, we'll have, we'll have to stick with the case he put it to Zoe and Bemezid. The Amor Kodem Shiobedidei Isoskilo. And you'll have to amend the question. Don't say Kodem Shiobedidei Chiyoskatos. Say Kodem Shiobedidei Isoskilo. If the Zoe remains in there, he did it Bemezid, he'll come to an Isoskilo. And that's why he's coming to the base and saying, I realise I've, I've obviously I've made a big mistake here. It's not a mistake, it's Bemezid. Please, Rabbi, am I allowed to take it out or not? And that's the Shaila. Do we allow him to or not? As Tosus points out, he's already done the Maita Issa. The act of putting dough into the Amun on Shabbos is a Maita of Issa. It's a Maita of Issa. No, there's a Tanai in it, there's a condition that unless it actually bakes sufficiently, he won't actually be high of anything. But the Maita of Issa, he's already done putting it into the, into the oven. So that's the Shaila of the Gemara. Do we say, look, he's already done one mice of Isser, don't let him do another mice of Isser. Maybe a very light Isser, but another mice an active Isser, that is not to do that. Or do we say, no, he may have done a mice of Isser, but if he leaves it in there, he's going to actually be a Chalois Shein Isser. He's going to be actually higher. It's going to, that tonight, that condition will be fulfilled, and it will no longer be just a mice of Isser, He'll actually have been Machal of That's the shayla of the Gemara. So, uh, so says the Gemara, Rabakho Bere Zerova Machni Lobehezer. You should know that Rabakho, the son of Rabba, he learned that what we just said, he learned explicitly. Now, Omar Rabbeboy Barabaye, Rabbeboy Barabaye said, Hit big pasta tanur, if a person stuck some bread in the oven of Shabbos, 
He tirulah the zayta they allowed him to take it out of the oven. Toidem sheyovli the day isa skila. So you see, it's amazing. And instead of saying toidem sheyovli the day chatos, he's got it explicitly toidem sheyovli the day isa skila. But you'll notice not only did he have that amendment toidem sheyovli the day isa skila, you'll notice as well it's Omar Rabbi It's a statement. It's a pesach. It's not a question anymore. He learned that Rabbi Boy Barabai passed on the shayla that we allowed to take it out. And Tosin says some have the gears that still boy you are boy, that all he's changing is Kedem Shiyomad in the Issa But um, according to our gears, we pass out of stock. And that is Lahalofa, that's why he passed in the Shulchan If somebody has put dough into the oven, and if it remains there, when he did a Beshogi, when he did a Bemezid, he's going to come to Philip Shabbos, we allow him to take the dough out. That we allow him to do. Um, but to somebody else to take the dough out, that we don't. We do not allow Chasei Kedeshi Yitzke Chavirah, even though you're already doing a light, if so, that we will not allow. So the Mishnah Brewer, you may think this doesn't apply very much nowadays, because we don't have these types of ovens, so ours is taking bread out of the oven, there's no Issa the Rabbanon and all, that's not really a Chabat. So the Mishnah Brewer, but there is, because, when the, because dough is muksa. Dough is muksa. So you still wouldn't be able to take the bread out to save it, because it's still dough, so it's not so you can't take it out to save your friends from, uh, from uh, coming to baking. As we point out, it's interesting, why is dough muksa? Because, definitely I know from my kids, my kids eat dough, they like eating dough, and my wife tells me that American seven girls, they eat dough as a delicacy, so I'm not sure why exactly it's seen as being muksa, but that's what the Mr. Borough passes. But, there would be an argument if you see somebody put a pot on the fire, so there, we do allow somebody to take, uh, you can take the pot off there. Ah, you're going to say it's muksa. Ah, you're going to say it's muksa. So they explain the pshat is, I think it's possibly a and Karelis explains, but they explain the pshat is because it's impossible there won't be something in there which has not been, been cooked already, or at least sufficiently cooked. And therefore the pot is not muksa, and therefore it's definitely you should take the pot off the fire to save your friends from coming to Bishal uh, Zeraita. That's the end, that, as you said, that is the pshat halos. But, Tosus picked up on this cloud we said, that you don't tell somebody, we don't tell one person to do it, even a light is to save his friends. Tosus says, you should know, you should know, he brings the Gemara and Erevin to back it up, that if you have caused the person to do the Issa, the severe Issa, then you are allowed to do a light Issa in order to save your friends from actually coming to the severe Issa. If you are the cause of it, you are somewhat responsible, then you're allowed to do a lightness to save his skin from a severe We suggested in the shit, the reason maybe, it could be because you, there's some degree of litany ibn. And especially if you learn that litany ibn means that I've got a chilek in the very avera he does, so it's definitely understandable. Because as we just passed we've passed that a person is allowed to do a light is to save himself. You can see, he's allowed to take the bread out of the oven in order to save himself from coming to the Chil of Shabbos that I shall take So therefore, since I've got a Chil, I cannot Issa, which my friend is doing, I caused him to do it, therefore I'm allowed to do the light Issa in order to save him from the severity. That's one class of says. But there's a different question that is asked. And that is that we have a Gemara in Gittin, which talks about an Ebed of two masters. An Ebed Kanani, he belongs to two masters, he works one day for each, and then one master sets him free. So he's now a Chatsi Ebed, Chatsi Minister, and he's half Ebed, and half free, half Yisrael, half, half an Ebed. Means he works one day, and one day he's got for himself. So, the problem is that this, he's, now he's half free, that half side of which is free, has got a mix to get married, and have children through a reboot, that he can't get married. Because who's he going to get married to? Get married to Shifa? He can't, because he's half free. Get married to Bhakti Israel? He can't do that, because he's half ever. So what do you want to say? Get married to Bhakti Shifa, Bhakti Bhakti as well? You can't do that as well. They say this is still getting gifted. The reason is because they're worried that they'll cross. The two sides, the ever side and the Bhakti or the other way around, will cross, and therefore it's impossible. You can't get married. So therefore we say that we go along to the second master, the one who's got the Kenyan on the Ebed, and we force him to set this Ebed free, so he can go and get married. Don't worry, in terms of, of, of monetary remuneration, he gets that. That's not a problem. But he turns around to the base and he says to them, 
How can you, I'll say how can you tell me to free it? There's an issue. There's an issue in freeing an Eretz Kanani. It's an Israel I'll say, you're not allowed to free an Eretz Kanani. How can you tell me? So what do you want to say? Because he's got a mitzvah to get married, so I should be over an Israel I'll say, in order that he can do his mitzvah getting married? We don't say So Tosus gives two theories. Before bringing various other cases to back up this idea. Either because it's a mitzvah rabble. The mitzvah Purubu is the very first mitzvah in the Torah. It's a great mitzvah, and therefore for that, to enable somebody to accomplish the to be kind the great mitzvah, that we allow a person will tell you to do it like this in order to allow him to do the big mitzvah. That's one answer of Tosis. And the other answer of Tosis is, because when do we say that I can't do it like this in order to save you? That's if you were Peshea, you were negligent. And as the Mishnah Brewer already is the from this, that putting dough in the oven, even if it's Peshea gate, is still Peshea, still negligent, so you should have been more careful. But if you are honest, this half Ebed, it's not his fault he's ended up, ended up half Ebed, half Benefone. It's honest, it's not his fault. Then, we will allow somebody to do a like this in order to save this person. To allow him to do the bit, this, in this case, the big mitzvah. Those are the two Jerusalem Either Mitzvah Rabba, or, depending on whether it's Peshia or Eves. The Rashba, however, the Rashba, after bringing this, 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 this uh, thing of Tosus, he says, you should know, as far as I'm concerned, says the Rashba, I don't think there is any Isra of Leila by Antavos in this case. Stepping this ever free, is no, there's no Isra in it. Do you want to know why? Because he's got a sad Chayyot! He's already half free! What does that mean? That he's half an Ebed. So many of really understand that the shot is that since he's half an Ebed and half an Chayyot, you're not really allowed to enslave him because he's already a half an Chayyot. So even on the day when you are being, the day when he's sort of, he's the Ebed, if you want, he's doing the work, but the might of the sub is and if you're not allowed to enslave them, they ask, and they speak about it back and forth, different as far as how, different, slightly different Mahalkin, how to learn that. But they all ask, there's a big question there. And that is, there's another tomorrow there, get it, with a Chetzeshevatsayim, where you've got a half maid servant, Shepchot Kananis, same thing, and she's been freed. Half of her has been freed. And the Gemara says there that if not for the fact that she was causing problems, that she was going around offering her servants, uh, her services, as a servant, but her services for loose behavior, she was saying, much lots of people, we wouldn't have let her, we wouldn't have forced the master to set her free. Now, why not? There's no except load of her So, what you could say is, I think I have seen this, that, okay, you're right. If not for that, if not for her, what she was doing, we wouldn't have forced the master, so there wouldn't be ever any, any sister for the second master to let her free either. What the Gemara said there is, that because she was causing lots of people to sin, therefore they forced the second master to set his side free. Then the family does notice. The problem is if you take a look at the Rashba. The Rashba brings this case straight afterwards, and he says, because she was being much of the rabbi, look what she was doing to people. She was causing them to sin. There was Loshan is. His Tiruloi, they allowed the second master to set her free, the Kapu, and then they, they, then they forced him. Implying that the, this, the fact that she was causing people to sin wasn't just reason for them to force the second master to set her free. It is also cause for reason why to be massive the issue of Rayla Ban But why? She's already half free. So we explain, and so a band of Dino Bramsky says, and Chazeni Chesko, I think others say this as well. What the Rashbot needs to say is, it seems, not so different to Tosis, that because the Ebed has a sub favorite, he's already half free, that sub which is half free, has a mitzvah of Purura Buddha get married and have children. Since that's the case, the Torah never would have said the Olam Wahan on such a person. Because he's got a great mitzvah, it's a high mitzvah. has said, since there's a great mitzvah of Purura Buddha, 
we are going to allow you to be over the Olam Bayam Tavoid. Says the Rashba, no. There's no Olam Bayam Tavoid in this case. Do you want to know why? Because the Torah never would have put Olam Bayam Tavoid on such a person who has a mitzvah, because he's half free, he's got a mitzvah prurabu. We never would have done It's a bit like the episode of Asseidah Chalotasseh, which some Rishonim learn, or this and God learn, that Asseidah Chalotasseh means when the Lotasseh comes up against an Asseh, the Torah never said the Lotasseh to start with. That means, for example, with Sisis, the Issa of Kilayim is never said. It's not that Asseh is doing the Lotasseh. The Lotasseh is never said. <coughs> In such a case. That's how the Rashbos learn Marshae, Eikin is beautiful now. When it comes to a Petra Shifta Petra she may be half free, but she doesn't have a Mitzvah Peru Rabu. What does that Mitzvah Peru Rabu? She has the Shadda Shifta, a different Mitzvah, but it's not the Mitzvah Peru Rabu. In that case, Lola Mansabu is applied. Why shouldn't it apply? So because of that, since it applies, that's why the Rashbos got to come on and say, in that case, and a Kamani. The Lola Mansabu does apply, but since she was being marshaled the rabbit with offering our services, that's why Chazal has to come along and say, you know what, look what she's doing, we're going to have to be masterless to learn by and and then they force the master to free her. But as I said, that's the chiddo between Tosus and the Rashba. Tosus learns by Antavodil does apply, just because of the Mitzvah Rabbo, because the evidence is for honest, it's not his bonus, it's not his fault, he wasn't for sure, therefore we allow one to be over on the Oman Tavos, just to save the other, in order to enable the other person to, be, to get married. But the Rashba says, no, if there's a mental Purubu here, then the Oman Tavos, it doesn't apply. With that in mind, we can now understand the shayla which the Rashba, the shayla puts to the Rashba. The Rashba was asked, there was a young lady who had been captured, and uh, she'd been captured by going, kidnapped, and there was a real kashash that she was going to be taken away and brainwashed, and that would be it for her Yiddishkeit. Seems there wasn't a takvas and a fosha in terms of physical danger, that's what it seems, but a spiritual danger there definitely was. So the shayla was, should we be mechalal Shabbos today in order to go and save her? So the rash was, he's he says, well, he says, look, at the end of the day, Hadov Ha'tzalim says, I'm not sure, but, it seems to me, we don't say Chadei Kedeshi Yitzchak Chavirah. We can't tell somebody to be Mechal Shabbos to go and save her. There's no physical danger there. We can't tell you to go and be Mechal Shabbos for her. That's what the Rashba seems to say. He says the Beit Yosef, I don't understand. I mean, not I don't understand. He says, but according to Tosus, it's definitely you can save, you can save her. A Mitzvah Rabba? Of course it's a Mitzvah Rabba. Think of all the rest of the Shabbos that she's going to keep for the rest of her life. Well, she won't be keeping it if, you don't, if you're not the Chal Shabbos today. All the Mitzvahs, everything which is going to go with it. Number two. Was she for Shea? Was it her fault? She got kidnapped. They're going to brainwash her. She's fine, fine. So, of course, you're giving the Chal Shabbos to go and save her. And that's the way it's passed in the Shulchan But we understand now why the Rashba doesn't pass in like that. Because the Rashba holds, he doesn't, doesn't go with the Tirits and the Tosis about Mitzvah, Rabba and Zainas. He just says the case of Evet is different. Why is the case of Evet different? Because Lailo Ma'am Tavodin doesn't apply there. The Torah never would have put Lailo Ma'am Tavodin in such a case. But to say that the Mitzvah Shmir Shabbos doesn't apply in such a case because this woman has been kidnapped, of course that's not true. The Rashba doesn't hold with all these things of Mitzvah, Rabba and Zainas. He doesn't hold with that. But according to Tosus, if you've got those two things, it's in order to enable this young lady, a Mr. Rabba, she'll be able to keep Shabbos for the rest of her life. Of course you can do it. And, and, and she, she's not Koshea, but definitely you can go ahead. You've got both conditions fulfilled. Both answers of Tosus have been fulfilled. Go ahead, see Mechalos Shabbos for Tosus. One point they do point out, Mr. Brewer brings that point, point out, there's a slight fear from Shulchan Arab elsewhere, a more elsewhere, and that is that's only because it's Shabbos. If the if the thing is that you're going to save somebody from being over one Avera, then even if it's Avera Zara, if it's just a one-off, then we're not Mechal Shabbos for that. To be Mechal Shabbos, to go and save somebody who's being forced to bow down to Avera Zara, that we don't do. Because it's a one-off. But here, it's a Shabbos for what, what, what the Gemara refers to is, in your mind, you should be Mechal Shabbos Achaz, Kedeshi Yishma Shabbos, having all the first can be, can be keep many Shabbos, of course that, 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 that we do with that. Fine. There's one child that Mr. Brewer talks about, and that is what happens if 
this young lady, she's really very young, she's below Das Mitzvah. So she's not yet Mitzvah in keeping Shabbat. So do you say, yeah, but in the future, look, when she becomes a Gedola, she won't be keeping Shabbat, she's going to be brainwashed, she's going to assimilate. Or do you say, look at the here and now? The Maestro, the Mishra Burra, he brings, he says, the Maestro may notice towards being Mekel, even in such a case. But it's worth noting, or Moshe Feinstein points out, he says, that this is only in terms of us going to save her, but for the father, there's no shine. Because the father, he has a mitzvah, he has a responsibility to be Machanish his daughter. And as we pointed out in the Shea on Shabbos, this is really Ramosha Feinstein and Shisotse. Because <coughs> when it comes to Hilchus <coughs> Maisek Sotim, there's a side of the person to speak about with, with, uh, with one's daughter. Can one use his Maisa money to pay for the school fees? Because some argue, look, I've got no chiyos, I've got no chiyos to teach my daughter Torah. But it must send me from a spinecha, benecha, but a benecha. So in which case, I can send her to a local state-aided school. I've chosen because I want to give her a better chinos, I want to give her a Torah dekha chinos, so therefore, I've decided to send her to the local Jewish school. Ah, the local Jewish school, especially if it's a private school, a private school, I don't know, four, five thousand pounds? They want five thousand pounds for it. Well, that's his or mitzvah. I'm not the fool to give her that education. So therefore, the Arpo is going to say, you can pay the whole lot. The Arpo is going to say, you can pay the whole lot. I'm not saying I'll not nice to ask your offer for a pistach, because there's not focus regarding this. But I know, for example, I can just tell you, I've seen in, I think, Menchatosheth, Rebosheth Vice, he passes like this, he brings the deus and he passes it. It's not like Rebosheth. So you can pay for a daughter school fees, you can pay with my money, for that reason. But Ramosha Feinstein trying to say you can't. It's not quite so simple. Because he says, since nowadays, Borah Hashem, we have these Jewish schools. And you know that by sending her to one of the local state-aided schools, you're going to be jeopardizing her chinuch. You as a father have a responsibility to send her to this Jewish school. And since that's the case, you have the responsibility to send her there. It's a chinuch of chinuch. It's not a hidden so that's a chiyot. You can't pay up your chiyotim with my money. But, this is what can do say. If, let's say, I could send to a state-aided school, which obviously has a Jewish one, and therefore they charge, let's say, well, let's say, £2,000. And I've got a private school, which is for £5,000. Now, why would I want to send to that private school? Because I feel that for her, maybe it gives a better chiyot, whatever it is, I feel it's better. That already may be different. That already is his omissa, and there already, that difference of the two, three thousand pounds, that you may be able to pay for my I mean, that could be the same with boys, by the way, the same thing. But again, for a final stack, ask, ask her off. That is what many folks can take on. But as I said, this is the shift of Ramesha, you as a father are Mukhuyah, to be Mechanicha, to marry her off one day, and therefore, he says, a father may definitely, says Ramesha, there's no stopping, would be able to be Mechal Shabbos to save this daughter of his, who is not much in danger, it's not, this is Tachonas Nefoshis in the most literal sense. Tachonas Nefoshis, we should say. So it's definitely glad from the Chal Shabbos. That, that isn't the Shabbos information. Um, one last point we mentioned, and that is, there was a Shabbos put to, from Shmuel Bodner, there was a Moshav, a Yeshuv in, in Eretz Yisrael, where they were completely proud. Completely didn't keep anything. And they burned out for certain Tachonas and a few of them, They've had a certain story as Baruch Hashem. They decided they wanted to learn more about Yiddishkeit. And they'd asked him to come, to come for a Shabbos, to come to the Yeshuv and be Mechazik then. So he asked him, Shemuel Bozum, should he go? He was worried if he went there, there wouldn't be a million there, he'd be losing to fill up a civil, should he go or should he not? So Shemuel Bozum starts off and he says, look, I can't, I can't tell you with regard to any spiritual danger there that I can't, you have to find out. Obviously if there's any spiritual threat to you or your family, you've got young kids, and there's priests there, whatever it is, then obviously you shouldn't be going. That is possible. But that aside, assuming that's not an issue, he says then, what are you worried about? Are you worried about the spirit of the civil? He says you don't have to be worried. Because he says like this. Tosus is given two tiruptim. In order to tell you to be chateh, that you should do an aveh, in order to save your friend, it's got to be number one, there's a mitzvah rabba, there's a great mitzvah, and, another to this person, or to save from a big, big issue, and number two, two different tourism stations, that that friend, he's landed in his predicament, so I know, it wasn't his fault. 
So he says, if we're going to tell you to do an if of the writer, then there's no shayla as passed in the Mishnah Bura. You need both, both those conditions to be met. We don't know which terrace of those is the true terrace. You need both of them. If it's an if of the writer, you're going to be Mechavah Shabbos for that person, then obviously you need, it's got to be a Mitzvah Rabbah, and it's got to be that the person was, was open. However, it's already brought in the Mishnah Bura, that if it's an if of the Rabbah that you're going to transgress in order to save your friend, then one or the other is sufficient. In other words, if the person was Peshea, but, the friend was Peshea, but, is a Mitzvah and you're allowed to do an Mitzvah Rabbah on to save him. Or, it's not a Mitzvah Rabbah, but it's Oynes, then you can do your Mitzvah Rabbah on to save him. So, says the Shmuel now let's think about it. These people on the issue, okay, they've landed in, in this, uh, in this uh, sort of state, state spiritual um, emptiness. Can you say it's for Oynes? Sadly, probably we cannot. Although many post-game like to take on, we like to judge them as Tinnik Shanishpah regarding many things, but according to the strict test of the law, it's very difficult to say they're Tinnik Shanishpah in today's day, day and age, because Tinnik Shanishpah really means something you could never have known anything about Yiddishkeit. Baruch Hashem, with the, with, with, uh, with the world we live in, Yiddishkeit is everywhere. You can't get away from Yiddishkeit. It's very difficult to say that they are, they are Mamash but he says, maybe you could argue, maybe they are, maybe they're not. He says, even if they are Peshea, <coughs> let's say they are. But he says, Mitzvah Rabbah. You're going to be mechazik these people, you're going to bring them to, to Yiddishkeit and think of the offshoot, them, their children, and how many other people may be affected by That's the way it starts on this issue. He says, it's a Mitzvah Rabbah. And what are you going to do that? Mitzvah Rabbah. It's not so positive, you know, that foreign Shrikdusha, things like Kedusha, whatever, those, the Arshit and Stonaita, I don't know what about Kriya, so I'll tell you there's lots to talk about. But the Maita, he says, that it's not, it's not a, you're not doing any Issa Doraita, that's one, point number one. Point number two, you're not doing any Issa anyway, what is that you doing? You're being Mavatel and Mitzvah Tafsein. No, the Seychan and Paskin, Mitzvah, that to be Mambatel and Mitzvah you could do that some of those. Say your friend from an Israel, even if he was Peshea, even if it's not a Mitzvah and it's a Rabba, for you to be Mambatel and Mitzvah for him, that you can do. So it says to Shmuel, even though there are those who argue with the, with the, with the Seif Hamas, but he says, look, it's a Mitzvah Rabba, it's a, it's a maximum of the Rabbonon you're doing, and you're only being Mambatel and Mitzvah Rabbonon, go ahead and have tremendous answers. Carries on the Gemara now. Pasha to Oni Esiodon. If the only stretches out his hands, he talks about the Mishnah, going into the actual cases of Travis. So, am I Chayel? Ask the Gemara, why is he Chayel? Let's take the first case in the Mishnah. The only standing in the Rabin, he stretches out his hand, piece of bread in his hand, and he puts his hand inside and puts it down in the hands of the Barabai. Why is he Chayel? Because we don't have it. We need Akira to be from on a place and I'm not going to be onto a place which is 4 by 4 spoken. Rashi says that the less than 4 by 4 spoken is not the Mokhan Choshev. Whereas Rashi puts that, I believe, in Erevin, he says something which is less than 4 by 4 is like it's up in the air. That's no Hanokhot. And if it's not Hanokhot, then it's not Akira either. It's So he just says, very similar. He says, because they stole on the Mishkan, they wouldn't have put their, their utensils, they wouldn't have put it in a place which is less than Dabba Dabba. Or Toshev, the Shittasa, as we've spoken about, says maybe it's from Makono, Makono is Dalit by Dalit. No. The Vice of the Ramam also says in Prayash Amishai, there's no real Makurpit. But if the Dalit posture to us, the lesson Dalit al Dalit is not a Makon, and therefore there's no Akira and there's no Amokon. Now a person's hand, how big is a person's hand? It's not Dalit al Dalit, so why is he Chayat? On my Rabbo, the Rabbo answers, he says, Homani, who's the author of Amishna Rabbi Akiva, it's Rabbi Akiva. So Omar Rabbi Akiva says, We don't need the place of our Dalit al How do I know that? This Nam we learn in the Mishnah. If a person throws an object from a Rishusayotis to another Rishusayotis, a Rishusayotis in the end, and there's a Rishusayotis in between. So he does the Akira in the Rishusayotis, he throws it over the airspace of the Rishusayotis, and then he goes into another Rishusayotis, and the man's there. So Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva says, Yachayev, now, it's obvious why the Chachom say your Pasuk is later, you've gone from Rosh Hashayot to Rosh Hashayot, there's no, there's no Chiv in that. No. 
Maybe it's not Musa Lachatzilo, but there's no, no fear in that. Whereas Rabbi Akiva, if he says Yechai and Nasi, because he's worried about the fact that it's gone over the essays of the Rosh Hashanah. So why Yechai? So says the Gemara, Nasi, because Rabbi Akiva saw, because Rabbi Akiva holds, Amina, that we say, Kalutah Kmishon Chazonia. That an object, a projectile, as it's going through the airspace of a domain, we halakhically view it as if it comes to rest in that domain. Okay? Now, how does that work? So, then it's Zizimur, and we saw there, he's going to die from Rashi here, but I can't really see it from Rashi here. I would have bought it from Rashi in Gitzim, where Rashi says it's black and white. That, and this is what all that I'm going to take on in Machalik's Rashi and Tosus, the Rashi says, Kalusa, if it's Tadir, it flies through the air, it's Kimishul, one word, Lo'ore. It's as if it comes to rest on the ground of that domain. It's a magical thing. So we ask, if that's the case, if you view it as if it's on the ground, so why can't we say then, well, it's on the ground, the, the ground is Dalit al four by four. Four by four. So what are you bringing Rabbi Akiva in? You're trying to say, oh, you see, Rabbi Akiva, who heals Kloski Mishun Chodonia, I basically admit that it's not Dalit al and Omar, you see, Rabbi Akiva doesn't need, he doesn't need to come on to, he doesn't need Dalit al What do you mean? But it's, like it's on the ground. Kaluskim Yishin Chodonah means it's like on the ground. And the ground is Dalit al So the truth is, you can say one of two things. Either, and Chalami, and our Mishnah as well, Kaluskim Yishin Chodonah, when you're holding it in your hand, it's like it's on the ground. Therefore you do have Dalit al That's what the Gemara, maybe that's what the Gemara is suggesting. When I put it into the Balabais' hand, now the Balabais put it in his hand, now in the airspace of Rosh Hashanah, it's like it's on the ground. So it's Dalit al could have suggested that. The coincidence said that wouldn't work in Rashi's album. Because the hand is mustic, the hand acts as a hefter between the, the object and the ground. It's not, it's not Muchas that Rashi would say that. That's what the Nasib wants to, wants to suggest, according to Rashi, to answer Kashi's thesis. But it's not Muchas. So we could have suggested that's what Rashi means. But what we actually said was, another possibility is, that what Rashi means to say is like this. As I said, Rashi, I think it's an Aaron says, there's something which is on the ground. It's, on, it's resting on the ground. It's resting on something. But if that thing is not Dalad al it's like it's in the air. So all we're saying here is the flip side. Rabbi Akiva saying, and if it's in the air, it's like it's on the ground. But on what? On something which is less than Dalad al In other words, Kalosa Commission of Azami doesn't mean it's mummish on the ground as you see the ground was below you. It's on a chedek of that ground. Which part of the ground? A little bit of that ground, which is less than da 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 da. That's all we say. To take it further than that, that we don't do. Because the Messiah is in the air. And just like it's something on the ground, but less than da 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 da, it's like it's in the air. So all we're going to say is you can say it the flip way around as well. That if it's in the air, it's like it's on the ground, but not da 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 da. That we don't do. To go that far, that we don't do. It's on the ground. And then in Evan Yisrael, or Yisrael, the artificial says, he's got a whole stick on there learning with. These sort of yesodas, this sort of ideas answer various questions. And he says that, he doesn't say it like that, but he says the same sort of thing, close to the commission of Adonia, it can't create, so we'll view it if it's on the ground, but it won't create Salazar So it'll be on the ground, but not Salazar That it can't go that far. Just as I said, this Rashi, I think it's an event, it makes it a little more understandable. That is the shit of Rashi. We'll come to Tosus in a second. So, Rabbi Akiva Salva, I'll be on close to the commission of Adonia. We don't say that it's as it's going through the air as if it's uh, come to rest, and therefore it's gone from Rosh Hashanah to Akira in Rosh Hashanah, and therefore you are caught. So says the Gemara, does that mean to say, the Peshita Le Rabbah, there's obvious to Rabbah, the Peklosa Commission Chodonia, that they're arguing about, close commission, this is the close Commission Chodonia, top of Salah Gomez Beit, who was Zayk Asaro, and within ten bottom of the ground, really, that's what they're asking about. Is it so posher to you? That's what, that, that, is it posher to Rabbah? That's what Rabbi Akiva and Rabbah were asking about. They were talking about it, it was within ten bottom of the ground, as it went through the Rosh Hashanah. Within ten bottom of the ground means it's going through the airspace of Rosh Hashanah. Because remember, above ten bottom is Makayim Bethur, it's no longer airspace of Rosh Hashanah. And therefore, the Makhlaik is whether we say it's going through the airspace of the Rosh Hashanah, do we say close to the Mishnah Chazon? That's the way you're explaining it. Are you so sure that that's what their mathematics is? But the Homi Boya Boya Rabba. But surely Rabba actually had it as a shayla. 
The boy Rabba, because Rabba, he was Masubic about this, because Rabba asked, Le are they arguing about a, an object which is, which is flying below 10th bottom in the Rosh Hashanah, within the airspace of the Rosh Hashanah, and then this is what they're arguing about. The Rabbi Akiva saw the Rabbi Akiva holds, Kuloto Kimishan Chazonia, as we've said, that as it's going through the airspace, of the Rosh Hashanah, it's as if it comes to rest, with the Rashi that means on the ground, the less than Dalit Adalit. The Rabbonon Sabri and the Rabbonon hold, Leomimim Kulus Kemishan Chazonia. We don't say Kulus Kemishan Chazonia, and therefore your daughter. Because it hasn't come to rest. But if it was going above 10th Bosin, Divri Atel Potter, everyone would agree that you're Potter. Why? Because above 10th Bosin, not Shai Kulus Kemishan Chazonia. Why is this not Shaya to the Mishnah of Adonia? The Rashi, do you know why it's not Shaya? Because above 10th Bosin is Makon Patur. So you can't say it's as if it's come to rest, because there is no ground. Where is the ground? The ground is in the Rosh Hashanah. So you can't say Kulotki Mishnah of it's as if it's come to rest on the ground, because the ground is in the Rosh Hashanah, on the ground below, below 10th Bosin. You've entered a different domain, you're in a Makon Patur. Makon Patur, by definition, means it's gone out of the airspace of the Rosh Hashanah and it's mid-air. So there is no ground for it to come to rest on. You can't view it as being on the ground. Because if you view it as being on the ground, where is it? It's in the Rosh Hashanah. You can't see close condition of the But here, it's clear from Tosus that it is shy of close condition of the in a Makon Meaning that Tosus understands close condition of means that as it flies through the air, we view it as if it comes to a stop in the air. Wherever, the, wherever airspace it sits, if it's in the airspace of Makon Batur, it comes to a stop in the Makon Batur. If it's going through the airspace of Rishon, it comes to a stop in the Rishon So according to Tosis, it's posh, it's not Baba because it comes to a stop in mid-air. It's not like it's on the ground. So that's posh, it's So what does it mean everyone agrees about saying you're not tired? Because, even if you say Kulot's Commission of Adonia, even if you were to say Kulot's Commission of Adonia, it wouldn't help you. Because where does it come to rest? In the Mekon Patur. So in which case, the object would have gone from Rishus Hayotid to Mekon Patur, and from Mekon Patur to Rishus Hayotid. You're not tired for that. Going to Mekon Patur, it's even Musa Lachat Chilo. So therefore, it's not shy to make you high about ten. The only way you could is I'll just be marking this before we see the next few words in the Gemara, is if you learn Zoic from Moshe. And what this means is like this. That in the Mishkan, we've learned about transferring an object, that means you can literally carry it out. There's something called Moshe. Moshe means I take a long pole, I'm standing my Rishos, Hayotid, and I stretch it out and I hold on to it, and I put it down on a Rishos Hayotid in somebody's hand, Right? And the Rishami says the other person has to actually take it into his hand. So in other words, I'm standing, standing on my balcony, my friend's standing on his balcony, and there's a Rosh Hashanah in between, and he, I put it into his hand, he takes it into his hand. So now we're actually holding it together. That's the motion stretching out. That is a total of the Malachal Pesor of Shabbos. And because it was done in the Mishkan like that, that's the way they used to, the beams of the Mishkan, they'd have the beam on one they put it up onto one wagon. The wagon was the Rosh Hashayotid. And they wanted to stretch it out, it should rest on two wagons. So they stretch it out to a lady who was standing on the other wagon. And there was a Rosh Hashayotid in between. Now it's about ten spoken. But it was done in the Mishnah. And therefore, Moshit is high even about ten spoken. Now I say even about ten spoken. There's a Shaila, what about below ten spoken? Do you say Kolshke below ten spoken, you're high for Moshit? Because that's going through the airspace of a Rosh Hashanah, as you stretch it out, you're stretching it through the airspace of a Rosh Hashanah, not through the airspace of a Makon Patur. Or do you say, no, it wasn't done in the Mishkan below 10th Bosin? Tosus has this as, as a Shaida, Tosus goes back and forth, maybe yes, maybe not, he's got different, he's got riots, and he's so for the riots. One point I would just mention is we were die from Rashi, the Rashi uses the Loshan, the third line down, and that was on the base, Afiru Lamalamiyut. The Zoyeg Mimoshev means even about 10. In fine, the below 10, most definitely Moshev Yochai. Interesting. There's a, a slight idea from Rashi. But anyway, that is with Moshev. Let's just stick to about 10. So about 10 spoken of a person sticks out this pole and his friend takes it in his hand or the other balcony, a person's high for that. So do we say, since I've learned that Moshev is higher, 
So Zorik, by the same token, if I throw an object from my Rishatayah, from my balcony, over the airspace, well above, you know, above ten spokim, above the Rishatayah, so it's gone through Makomitur, and then it comes onto my friend's balcony. Do we say, although they obviously did not do that in the Mishkan, you don't throw beans, they're a bit heavy, but it's very, very similar. In fact, Tosa says it's so similar that despite the fact that, generally speaking, a Tolga of Esau, which is the Malachal Guru, as we've spoken about at the beginning of the Mestafta, a Tolga of Esau has to have been in the Mishkan, but Zorik is so similar to Moshe, despite the fact they didn't actually throw it, you can learn it from Moshe. It goes together with Moshe. Moshe is done in the Mishkan, so Zorik has the same, same uh, thing. What do we say? So says the Gemara now, that's the end of this possibility. They were suggesting, this is one style of Rabbah. Maybe Rabbi Akiva and the Rabbah were arguing below Tenspotim, where the person threw the object within Tenspotim in the ground. Then Rosh Hashayotim threw the essence of the Rosh Hashayotim and landed in the Rosh Hashayotim. Rabbi Akiva says, Yechayah, because it's close to Kamishan Chodonyah, either, either like Rashi, because it's like it comes to rest on the ground, or like Tosu, because it comes to rest in the airspace of the Rosh Ha-Horab, which is the Rosh Hashayotim, it's the airspace, it's Rosh Hashayotim, Either way, it's not valid or valid, therefore you're high. Whereas Rabbanon don't take close commission for Donia, and therefore you're false. But above 10 spots you don't have close commission for Donia. Either, like you said in Rashi, because you don't have ground, there's no oret above 10 spots it's Makon Tatur. Or like Tosis, even if you do take close commission for Donia, it wouldn't help you anyway, it's Makon Tatur. <coughs> and, with the Chuliyam, or the Yafin of Zorin And everyone agrees we don't know Zorin Emotion. Although if you stick out something about ten spots from a balcony, from a Shutai office to another Rishai office, through a Rishisarabim, but above the airspace of Rishisarabim, in a Mokhem Vitur, Yochayev, we don't learn Zerik from Moshe. If you throw an object, you throw a projectile over ten spots like that, you wouldn't be Chayev. That's possibility number one. Or perhaps, Lemal Omiyot this was the other possibility. Rather was the super of what the Mahalogist was. He said, maybe they're arguing about where the projectile goes above ten spotting. What's the Mahalikas? Uba Hopanikin, this is what they argue about. The Rabbi Akiva, Sava, the Rabbi Akiva, he holds Yalfin on Zerik and Moshit. That we do learn Zerik from Moshit. That just like if you stick an object from Rashusai office to another Rashusai office, through the Avir of Makomitur, above ten spotting, you are hired, because that's what was done in the Mishkan. So if you throw an object from a Shusayochit, about ten spots of the Rashusarabim, and then into another Rashusayochit, you'll be higher. Because we don't say it from Moshe. Verabonon. So being the Rabbonon holds, we are not saying the Moshe, we don't learn Zerik from Moshe. Moshe, you're higher. That's the way we start in the Mishkan. But Zerik, you're not higher. It's going through a Makon Fatur. Abodamatami, you are below ten spots in. Everyone agrees below ten, you're higher. My time, what's the reason? Because Because we say Now either that means that both the Rabbon and the Diakiva hold of Kulot Kemishon Chodomya. The Lord has spoken, everyone holds of it. So in which case, then the question of the Gemara is why did you say the ton of our mission is the Diakiva? Why not the Rabbon as well? According to one self, the Rabbon also holds of Kulot Kemishon Chodomya. But it's not such a question then, because then I could just say, well, he picked Rabbi Akiva, but either way, Rabbi Akiva holds close commission for Daniel. Whether you learn the Machoikis is in close commission for Daniel, or whether they're arguing about ten and very emotion, but either way, Rabbi Akiva holds close commission for Daniel. So Tosa says that no. According to the first start, that they're arguing below ten spot in, so then Rabbi Akiva holds a close commission for Donia, and the Rabbonon do not. And about ten spoken, everyone says, there's no close commission for Donia, we don't know during the Moshit, so you're potter. So below ten spoken, Rabbi Akiva is the one who holds a close commission for Donia, the Rabbonon do That's possibility number one. But in possibility number two, since Rabbi Akiva holds a, we, we do learn Zerik from Moshit, and that is about ten spoken, Zerik Mimoshit will be the same below ten spoken. And without going, we saw it inside, I'm not going into it again. But Tosa says that if you hold that we learn Zerik Mimoshit, you can't hold of Kulot Kamishan of Adonai. It's impossible. Tosa shows why. Lishitoso, because even in the Makom Paturit Shayat, um, Kulot Kamishan of again, you have to go back to the show, we went through the Tosa at the time, but just take my word for it for the time being, if you hold of 
Zerik Mimoshe, you can't hold of Klutz Kmishra Fadomi. If you think about it, you'll see why. Because I'll explain very briefly, I always do this, but that if you're throwing it above 10th bottom, you're saying, ah, I'm Chayev, why am I Chayev? Above 10th bottom, right, when you're looking to throw it. Oh, because I learned Zerik from Moshe. So it says, yeah, but if you hold the Klutz Kmishra Fadomi, then it comes to rest in the Makan Tatur. That's why it says this idea, even though there's no ground there, not like Rashi, it's Shaya Kulut Kamishan Fadoni in the Makan Tatur. So it comes to rest in the Makan Tatur. So how can you be Chayat? Then it's gone the Makan Tatur to Rishpayat, but how are you Chayat? Elamai, if you learn very promotion, you can't hold the, the Kulut Kamishan Fadoni. So then why would Guru Yakiva hold that you're Chayat below 10? Because also very promotion, we learn below 10 as well. Same thing. That's the start. The Kitzur, according to the second possibility of their Machloit, it's Machloit to be Akiva and the Chachomim, it's only the Chachomim who holds the Yochayat of the Kloth Commission of Adomia, but the Akiva doesn't hold the Kloth Commission of Adomia, he holds Yochayat because of Zerik Mimoshim. Either way, the Gemara's question is that Rabbah has a topic as to whether Rabbi Akiva is, in brackets, the only one, or is the one, who holds the Kloth Commission of Adomia. And since it's a sophic, why did he say so, sort of, uh, so definitely that the ton of our mission is Rabbi Akiva? He wasn't so definite that the Mahalik was anything to do with Rabbi Akiva holding up to the commission of Sodomia, the Rabbanon not holding up it. So the Gemara says, that's not a problem. Harbo Kasha, that's not a problem, because Bosa the Iboi, after he asked this Shaila, Harbo if she saw this, then he was appreciative. You're right, originally he wasn't sure what the Machalikis was, but then he changed his mind, he said, I know what the Machalikis is, the Sovah Rabbi Akiva Kurut Commission of Chodomia. The Rabbi Akiva is definitely the one who holds the Kurut Commission of Chodomia, and the Rabbonon do not. And therefore, Rabbi Akiva is the one who holds the Kurut Commission of Chodomia, he's the one who doesn't need this to be on Dalit, and he's the son of Amish. Says the Gemara, still you haven't helped us. Because the Dilma Hanoko, who's a Leboya. Even if you say that Rabbi Akiva holds holds of Kulot Commission of Chazonia, and therefore you're telling Dalit Dalit, but what was Rabbi Akiva? Okay, what did Rabbi Akiva say? I threw from Rishus Hayotet through the essays of Rishus Harabim, and then it goes into Rishus Hayotet. I'm chayav. Why? Because Kulot Commission Chazonia. When it went through the essays of Rishus Harabim, it's like it comes to rest in the Rishus Harabim. Maybe you're only chayav once. You did an Akira in the Rishus Hayotet. Then through Kulotu Commission of Adomi it comes to rest in the Rosh Hashanah so that's Chayev 1. But who says you Chayev a second time for going from the Rosh Hashanah to the next Rosh Hashanah Who says you Chayev for that? Maybe I'll tell you only Chayev the first time because with the Mahanokho did a boyo. Maybe only the Hanokho doesn't need Daladadala. But Ho'akira boyo. But when you're going from the Rosh Hashanah to the Rosh Hashanah again, now you're doing the Akira from the Rosh Hashanah from the Rosh Hashanah, sorry, from the Rosh Hashanah well, you're doing it from airspace, not Daladadalit, maybe you're not Chayat for that. The way Rashi does is because all it says is Rabbi Mechayat, uh, Rabbi Akiva Mechayat, doesn't say Yochayat's wife. So we'll assume, although it says it doesn't like it, but we'll assume that you're only Chayat for the first transfer of Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah and that's it. I worry about the fact you're also then going from the essay to Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. No, you're not going for that. Because the Akira from the Rosh Hashanah is not from Dalit or Dalit. And maybe only the Hanokah does not need to be on Dalit or Dalit. Why? What's the difference between Akira and Hanokah? So we explain the idea is because Akira is the beginning of the Malach. The beginning of the Malach has to be from Dalit or Dalit. No, Hanokah is just the so that the Makkah, the Pakish, is the end of the Malachah, maybe for that, it's enough if it, if it just rests on something which is a culture, even if it's not Dalit al-Dalit. But you can't prove to me that just because Hanukkah doesn't have to be on Dalit al-Dalit, that Akira doesn't have to be on Dalit al-Dalit. In the next year, we spoke a little more about the Svara in that, what does it mean that Hanukkah is the Makkah, the Pakish of the, of the Akira. But that's the Svara which I think the Akhredim speak out, is that Akira is the beginning of the Malachah, for that you need a Makkah and a Chosh, you need Dalit al-Dalit. Maybe that's where Rabbi Akiva doesn't need Dalit al-Dalit. And that, but our Mishnah is talking about both Akira and Anokha. Even if I take it up from the hands of the Balabai, I'm going to have considered an Akira. So therefore, you can't be patient from Rabbi Akiva to our Mishnah. I will just add that it's the next bit we can move. We've talked already done in the, the Sunday share, in the, the, uh, the Chazor of the Just starting from here, we, we went on into Dapheh. But I'll just add with one or two Nukudas. And that is the Tosus asks, 
Because there, I'm stuck here, but they start. This idea of Kulotsk Mishon Chodomia, just a couple of ideas to understand it. If you say Kulotsk Mishon Chodomia, we run into a couple of problems. For example, if a person carries something in the Rosh Hashanah, Saladama, he's chayat. Why is he chayat? Why is he chayat? If you say Kulotsk Mishon Chodomia, so as he's carrying it, every step it's like it comes to rest. And if you're carrying one ammo, then you stop. You carry another ammo, then you stop. So, why are you chayat? As I said, then a tip wants to take it, it's in your hand. So if your hand is a, is a, is a heft, it's in your hand on the ground. That would only work in you. According to Tosia, it doesn't have to come to rest on the ground. It comes to rest in the airspace. So why are you chayat? So Tosia's, because David Amos in the Rosh Hashanah Rabin is Hilchotokamiva, And you're right. If you actually analyse it, you're not actually carrying David Amos in one go, according to Rabbi Akiva. But it doesn't matter. The very same Torah which says close commission for Daniel says that if you carry in that manner, you actually carry it Daladamas, even though from a halakhic standpoint we can say close commission for Daniel, you're still high. That's the halakh of the mission is Another question says to this is the attack on Daftalis, Daladam Dada. Says this asks, he says, if I stick my hand inside, I'm the Oni, you're the Balabai, so I stick my hand inside. And you put something into my hand, and then I take it out and put it down on the ground, I'm possible. That's what the Mishnah says. So Tosis says, why? When you put it into my hand, my hand is stationary for a second, so, I mean, it's not stationary, but, Kulotsky Mishnah Chodomio. So, since my hand is in the Rishos office, so it's like the object is at rest in the Rishos office. When I take it out, I've just done the full Malacha. I've done the Akira by Rishos office, and I've taken it out to put it down. So Tosus says, we don't say Kulotsa Kemishon Chodomya when it's in your hand. Says the Chazanish, by the way, that means when it's in the hand in a different Rishos. And that's Poshos, because otherwise you wouldn't have the question in the Rishos Rabbim either, by the way. But it's clear it means when it's in a different Rishos. According to Rashi, I'm not sure, but it's definitely according to Tosus, it means if it's in a different Rishos. Why? The terrorist is, the terrorist doesn't explain it. It just says, it doesn't apply in such a case. We don't take those commissions for Dom when it's in your hand and a different Rishos. Why? Tosis on that study date, again, it seems to be a key behavior understood it. So the Tosis here says one thing, and Tosis there says something else. But the way that Siv and others understand the Tosis over there is explaining the reason. And that is because, remember, Tosis is a Shitata. That we say, Yodho, Gosha, Gufa, Gerero. That wherever your hand is, it's drawn after your body. And the way we explained it is like this. The way I understand it is, Kulotu Kemishon Chodomia means like this. The Isra of Hitzar is just to transfer an object to change its location. It's not the tra- just transferring, it's the changing of the Mokum of that data. It was in a Rosh office, now its Mokum is the Rosh Now if I've got a... Now the reason why we need Hanokha, generally speaking why we need Hanokha is, because if it's not at rest, then it's not really... You can't say this mockum, this location is shaded on this paper, because it's travelling through. Talmud Rabbi Akiva, Kulotsky Commission Chodomia, and says, even if it's not at rest, but if it's free, in other words, it's not attached to anything, there's no human intervention here, it's just travelling through this, this, uh, this uh, domain, well then, if I, if, I, if I have to ask you, what is the, sort of the strongest force on this, on this object? I wouldn't say force. What's the strongest shleet on this object? You'd have to say, it's this domain, the airspace of this domain. It's best to use gravity as well, which is putting it down, it's the gravity of this domain. But either way, that's what it means, close to the of the It doesn't actually have to be at rest. Because even though it's travelling through, it's as if it's at rest in this domain, meaning this domain is showing that is the location of this object. So what if you've got a human being who's holding onto the object in a different domain? But his body is in a different domain. So in other words, he's holding the object in a Rosh but his body is in the Rosh So you can't say that this object is being controlled, it's in the domain, it's in the location of the Rosh Because the person's hand is actually holding onto the object. And his hand, his nimshak, is drawn after the body. Where's the body? In the Rosh so therefore, if you really want to know the location, the geographical location of this object, it's really the Rosh Hashanah Just like the person's hand is drawn after the body, so to the hand is the strongest, if the hand is stronger than gravity, that is the strongest force, that's the strongest uh, sort of shlita on this object. 
And since that hand is nimshach after the body, so the object is drawn after the body. And therefore, if I put my hand inside your house, and you put an object into my hand, it's no longer considered to be at rest. Klus commission in the Rishat Hayatis. It's not. You've done the Akira, it's now sort of ready to be taken out. Even though the Maitai will say, it's not actually a game, I will mention it's gone again, it's an important gone. When you pick it up, as a Barabai, if you pick it up, you haven't done the Akira. It's when you put it into my hand. Because by putting it into my hand, that gives it a shame Akira. Because my hand is linked to the Rishat Hayatis. You picking up and down is no problem. You're in the Rishatayot. You can pick it up and walk around your Rishatayot all day. That's not an Akira. The Akira is when you give it, you pick it up and give it a link to the Rishatayot. That means either the Oni picked it up from the Rishatayot, his hand is linked to the Rishatayot already, or you, the Balabai, pick it up and put it into my hand, and my hand is linked to the Rishatayot. At that point, you've done the Akira. I, you don't take first commission for Domino. No way, because my hand is linked to Rishat Rabin, and therefore it goes after my body, it's not Shaya Sarut's commission for Domino in that case. That's the way we explain uh, that shit of this.